another edition of the Fantasy Stooges podcast. Uh, Daviance isn't with us today. Uh, we have a very special guest. It is my one and only lovely wife, Brittany. She's going to be in here to, to give us uh, her take on a few things fantasy-wise. It's really good to have you in. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. That's no problem. How'd you enjoy the first week of the season? Not so much. No, me neither. It did not go well. No. It was, it was ugly. We might have some, some takes on, on on some of the players and, and things, but sometimes you just can't predict what's truly going to happen. For instance, my Minnesota defense gave me negative nine points. Didn't see that coming. Hot garbage. No, no, I didn't see that either. But if you had started uh, old man Adrian Peterson, you were a happy camper. Yeah, but I didn't, so I wasn't. Yikes. All right, well. Well, let's go ahead and get into some news real quick. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Report from Tampa Bay is that Mike Evans was a full participant in in practice today, while Chris Godwin is uh, still dealing with his concussion. He was listed as doubtful, and now he is listed as out completely. Also, Kenny Galladay is officially out for the Lions against the Packers. Uh, Philip Lindsay is out for Denver. Ouch. But he probably didn't really want to play against Pittsburgh. And Melvin Gordon doesn't want to play either. Yeah. Well, you saw what the Steelers' defense did against Saquon Barkley. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Kyle Shanahan says that George Kittle will be out for <laughs> out from his knee sprain injury sustained last week. And they're playing the Jets, so it's probably the best week for him to be sitting out. It hurts me, too, because I've got kill in the other league. It stinks. You're going to beat me this week. How about that? Perhaps. All right. Well, that's our news for the for this uh, week. Well, I was going to talk about some big takeaways from, from the first week of the season. Uh, well, what did you have going on? Any, anything that you thought was interesting? Darius Slayton, the Giants, uh, they were trying to play catch-up the whole time, and a lot of his production was in garbage time, where they really had no shot at coming back. But he did have nine targets, six receptions for 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, you know, during the offseason, we were all kind of wondering who was going to be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. and well, this just makes the water muddy because Shepard is still there. He's still a good wide receiver. And Golden Tate, he's not really going to threaten that number one spot. Ingram isn't going to be the go-to guy. No, he's not. So, it's, I mean, it's kind of up in the air between Slayton and Shepard for that number one role. Yeah. Uh, all last all last season is like everybody took turns being hurt. So, you really didn't really know who was going to be the guy, but... It, it looks like it's going to be either between Slayton or Shepard right now. Uh, one thing I took away, kind of uh, tooting, tooting my horn because I, I was talking about him, D was talking about him, it's Cam Newton. Uh, he only threw for 155 yards. He didn't throw any touchdown passes. But as you know, in fantasy football, the scoring, it, it plays for the rusher. You know, and that's that's what he did. He ran for 75 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns passing. 
that would be eight points, right? Yep. Two touchdowns rushing? Twelve. Twelve points. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. It, it's not rocket science. You want the guy who's going to be running the ball, and Cam is back to his old self. So that's what I have on Cam. If you have him, play him. <laughs> a cheat code. Yep, the cheat code. Um, Stephon Diggs for the Buffalo Bills. Um, there are some players that we kind of want to try and forget about. Mm-hmm. Diggs is one of those guys. Uh, he's on a team where Adam Thielen was the number one option, and for everyone else, they ran the ball. People really want to doubt Diggs' production, but with Thielen out, with, when Thielen was out, Diggs showed up. He performed, and he goes to another team where he's going to be the clear number one. Clear guy. The but people, guy. people are still, they're still scared of him. They still want to say he didn't produce in Minnesota. Josh Allen is inaccurate, but he had nine targets, caught eight of them mm-hmm. for 86 yards. So, hey. yeah, hey, <laughs> why does everyone want to keep doubting this guy? He's a great talent, and I think he showed what we're going to see more of this year. Amen. Amen. And I have him in, in one of my leagues, and I'm very happy about that. Now, what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about uh, some of the matchups for this week. Let the games begin. You got New England at Seattle. What do you think about that game? Um, New England's running back situation. Just, you don't know what, I mean, you just don't know what's going on yeah. right there. They, they, they rotate through these guys. You know, I've got James White, and I liked him because he's a receiving back. But you just don't really just don't know what's going to happen. So with no preseason, we're just going to I'm sitting, I'm watching and seeing if anybody kind of emerges. Yeah, and the defense for Seattle is wanting. So Cam Cam is probably going to have another good game. On Seattle side of things, I mean, you have Russell Wilson, uh, DK Metcalf, um, Tyler Lockett. I I would think that that Lockett would probably have a, a pretty good game. Um, DK is going to get he's going to get ate up by this defense. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath for DK, but uh, also Chris Carson. I I think that it's going to have to be the Russell Wilson show against this defense. Uh, what about Detroit and Green Bay? Well, if you've got Devontae Adams, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Stardom. <laughs> well, that and uh, earlier we talked about how Kenny Galladay is out. Uh, that's, you know, Stafford's number one target being out makes it Make Stafford a pretty risky play. Yeah, there's a question mark there for sure. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he had a good first week. Mm-hmm. He's you know, that, that might be a, a sneaky play too. Yeah, but Detroit's defense showed up last week. They, well, can you say that they showed up? I mean, they, they played pretty good against Chicago, but when you're only worried about Mitch Trubisky. Trubisket. Yeah, Trubisket. It's... It's a much different type of quarterback for them this week. Uh, would you play Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford in this? Rodgers. Yeah. 
Baltimore at Houston. Enjoy a Lamar Jackson beatdown. Yeah. Start if you've got somebody for Baltimore, start them. Yeah, except for Mark Ingram. Except for who? Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Um, Magic Man. <laughs> now you see him. Now you don't. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, he he didn't have his best of games last week. Don't hold your breath for a, a better one this week. He goes from one tough defense to another, and he's got nobody to throw him the ball. Uh, we're we're gonna see this uh, this experiment without a number one wide receiver, and it's gonna end up being uh, Houston's gonna have a new coach by next season, I believe. I think he's just confused. He keeps looking for Hopkins, and he's not there. Anymore. Yeah, he's like D D. Well, where are you? Oh. Oh. oh, all right. Washington at oh Arizona. That's where he is. <laughs> Kyler Murray. I drafted him in both of my leagues because he's throwing to DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Thank you, Houston. Yeah, and I mean, Hopkins isn't the only guy who's going to be receiving targets, but. How many times they, how how many plays Arizona is able to to fit into a game? I mean, it, everybody gets love. All right, yeah, we're we're gonna just gonna keep on rolling on this one. Atlanta at Dallas. This is could be a good game, a shootout even, but um, it's not really one that I see Dallas worrying about losing. Atlanta is gonna be behind, and that's where they're gonna stay. So start your Atlanta offensive players because anyone you have for Dallas, go ahead and start them. This game is really going to be a good opportunity for fantasy-wise. Yeah, I think whoever gets the first few passing touchdowns from Dak is really going to, you know, cash in the lottery. So, Zeke? Well, I said passes. Said passes, but that also means that Amari Cooper will not be getting it because he disappears. I would be surprised. He, last year, he had a few games where it's like, "Hey, remember me?" and gets two or three touchdowns in a single game, and then everybody gets really excited about him, and then he disappears again. He's not the kind of guy that I want on my team. Uh, I, I know he's a good player. I know he is, but he, he deals with ankle issues and things alike, and I wonder if some games it's just bothering him more than others and he just can't overcome. But I, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot 10, pole, just, just keep him off my team. But I do think that Zach, uh, that Zeke will have a good game. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, the game script, the way it's going to go, I think they're going to stay ahead of Atlanta. And they're just going to pound the ball right down there. Yeah, just run the clock run out. the clock out. Minnesota at Indianapolis. What do you think? Uh, I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, you can expect Dalvin Cook to get plenty of work. Indy's defense isn't a pushover, but so, I mean, it's not really a guarantee for a monster game. Uh, he could break out a big run. Um, Thielen looked good last week. Thielen did look good last week, so yeah. you know he'll probably be really active in this game. 
Phillip Rivers isn't going to just rip apart that defense, but um, you can start him. You know, give him a shot uh, if you need to get bailed out this week. Over under seven times Rivers yells at somebody. <laughs> I won't go under on this one. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> we don't need to forget about T.Y. Hilton. Um, he can produce. And then there's Jonathan Taylor and Hines. Um, they're going to see some work. I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, I picked up Hines because I had Marlon Mack. He's out for the season. So I'm really I'm, I'm watching this game pretty close to see how it plays out. Yeah. Well, we know that Phillip Rivers likes to throw the ball to the running back. But I, I really see Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines being the Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler of the season. It, it, was, it just seemed like I was watching last year's Chargers last week. That's exactly what it looked like to me. Well, it might be enough work for both of them to be really productive fantasy-wise. Hines got... Eight receptions last week. Um, I was. That's why I picked him up. I, I stank PPR, so bad. PPR. That is legit. Yeah, man. Eight receptions for a running back. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. My stinky game gave me the first waiver wire pickup, and I went after Hines because of those receptions. <laughs> well, here's your crap sandwich game. <laughs> San Francisco at New York Jets. You don't want anything to do with the Jets. Just no. Just stay away. Yeah, and for uh, San Francisco, uh, with Kittle out, there, there's nothing there. Uh, Raheem Mostert, because the Jets aren't going to be able to stop anything. Uh, literally can't stop anything. It's just going to be an ugly game all the way around. So yeah. Not a whole lot to say on it. It's going to look like scrimmage on at least one side of the ball. It's got to be ugly. What about the Rams and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles? Jalen Rager. He yeah. is a beast of a receiver. Um, I'm waiting to see how he's going to emerge. I'm, I'm excited about this guy. Um, I'm, he's one of my, my bench warmers right now. I'm not plugging him in just yet because yeah, I don't, I don't need gonna him. He's going to be up against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I'm not I'm not playing him yet, but I am excited to watch him. Yeah. And then you have Zach Ertz, but at the same time he has you you don't know who's gonna come down with the touchdown pass if it's gonna be him or Dallas Goddard. Goddard he seems it seems like he might be cutting I mean, he might be taking some of Ertz's work. Yeah. I yeah. mean I, yeah, I see him kind of moving up a little. Yeah. And for for the Rams, I picked Akers to be one of my guys this year. I mean, one of the guys I really plant the flag and like this is my man. You're my guy. And Malcolm Brown showed everybody that Akers still has some work. Yeah. And it, it broke my heart because Akers looked like he was, you know, still hadn't woke up. Yeah, maybe the glamour of the new stadium. He was like, oh, this isn't Mississippi anymore. You know, maybe they got to him, but he just, he did not look like a good runner. Brown was ready. Yeah, well, Brown wants the job. Yeah. Well, then 
Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, you know, you could start them up because, uh, you know, Philly couldn't really stop. Uh, they look slow, slow against Washington. So go for it. Uh, if you have the Rams wide receivers, you should feel comfortable playing them. Robert Cup, so we'll see what happens, right. how it goes. What's our next game? New York Giants at Chicago. Uh, Chicago's, you know, they they were known for a great defense, but man, Adrian Peterson, he ran up and down that field last week. So looked like the AP of old. Yeah, let's see. I mean, let's see Saquon have that bounce back game this week. Yes, let's see that. <laughs> let's see that. I don't really want to see that because Daniel has Saquon, and we're playing each other this week. I want to see those times working. <laughs> Carrying a ball, hopefully. <laughs> Anyways, for Chicago, <laughs> for Chicago, I want to see what Anthony Miller does because he he showed out in the second half of the game last week. Then Allen Robinson, I because of the beef that he had through this week. With the social media issue and all that. I'd... You know, un- mean unfriending the Bears? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see what happens with him if if uh, he has hurt his, you know, his... let's say this. Uh, let's see if he has any team issues. Mm-hmm. From locker room. Yeah. Stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, David Montgomery should be a good play. I sure hope so. I got him. <laughs> he had, a, I mean, he he kind of had a sneaky good week against Detroit. Yeah, the game got out of hand, so the they had to abandon the running game there. But when he was out there and he ran the ball, he, he looked good. He didn't look like he had any issues with his leg. What about Carolina at Tampa Bay? Tom Brady is going to probably have a great game. And then all the Brady truthers are going to come out of the closets and say last last week was just a fluke. Just the jitters. New team jitters. Yeah, he's, he's the goat. He's the goat. Yeah, blah, blah. Okay, that's great. But for fantasy reasons, I'm not so sure about him as a weekly starter. And for this week, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Put him in. Yeah. Start him. Start Mike Evans. See what happens. Yeah. For Carolina, though, McCaffrey and nobody else. I mean, DJ Moore, you still have. Uh, After last week, you kind of have to see what's going to happen. Yeah. I I just got to watch. Give them a little bit more time. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, we mentioned preseason a little earlier, I think. We didn't have a preseason. So this first week, you just don't know what you got. So we just need a little bit more time to watch. I mean, yeah. I've I've got him in. He's gonna play, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I got a question for you, Ben. So if if you're really in a tough spot with a flex play, you don't have anybody in the flex, but you have Robbie Anderson and Scotty Miller both on your bench. Scotty Miller's taking the spot for Chris Godwin. So the the slot play. Is really what um, Tom Brady likes to throw to. Yeah. Then Robbie Anderson, you just never know. 
he he's kind of like Amari Cooper. He shows up sometimes, disappears other times. If you had between those two, who who would you uh, throw the throw the dart at this week? I'd go with Miller. You think so? I think so. I I, I feel Miller was probably going to have the better game this week. Yeah, I probably have to side with you on it. But I just I don't know enough about him, and that's what worries me. So we'll move on to well, I think DJ Parks. He had the quiet game last week. I'm hoping for the bounce back. I think he should, and if he doesn't, then I'm going to start worrying. You got your finger over the panic button yet? Fingers over the panic button. Next, if if the same thing happens, this time next week I'll, I'll be in panic mode. But I mean, like Garner mentioned, I would not start him against this defense. Tennessee has a very good defense going on. That's why they can just run the ball with Derrick Henry because the game never gets out of hand. Uh, would you plug in Corey Davis, though, with A.J. Brown out? Um, I mean, if you're, if you're in a tight spot and you need some points, sure. You know, mm-hmm. stick them in there. Um, you might can do just as well or better, you know, with somebody else on the waiver wire, though. Corey Davis or Larry Fitzgerald? Corey Davis. Really? Man. I don't agree. I can't agree with you on that. I mean, uh, yeah, they're going to, they're going to spread the ball around with Arizona, but I, I still think one reception or two receptions will still be more than what Corey Davis can give you. I think. Maybe I'm, I'm. I could be a Corey Davis hater. Maybe so. Maybe so. The Saints and the Raiders. What do you have? Camara should be fine, but as far as receivers go, I'm worried. Um, maybe Emmanuel Sanders gets a bump up with Michael Thomas out, or maybe Jared Cook. You know, but Breeze has he has proven over and over again that he can. Spread those passes around mm-hmm. to several different guys. He 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 shares the love, um, I, but I would try and stay away from having to make that decision, if at all possible. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, man, I I don't know what to do. What what to think about the Raiders? I really don't. Um, I think that running the ball, they should be okay-ish. But they might have to abandon that because the Saints are – I still believe the Saints can put can put points up on the board. So the running game, they're, they're going to have to start throwing the ball. But who are they going to throw it to? Uh, Henry Ruggs is already banged up. I mean, you have um, the Walrus. But after that, I just uh, I just don't know. It's um, man, it's it, it's it's a mess to me as far as the Raiders go. What about the Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, there's Keenan Allen. He's a good receiver. In case you haven't heard about him, but <laughs> last week, where was he? 
He was non-existent. You want to know why? Tyrod Taylor, Taylor <laughs> was his quarterback. And well, it, it's going to be his quarterback this week. It's possible they may be throwing the ball a lot to play catch up because they're playing against Kansas City. Allen could pick up some more points and might be a good fantasy day during garbage time. Or they might take Tyrod out and put in the rookie. And then all of a sudden he's a good receiver again. Either that or he's a flush. Yeah. Either way, I would be hoping and praying for a good game out of Keenan Allen. And so. And then sell him. Sell him as quickly as humanly possible. You're going to look back? Nope. Nope. Uh, the the gas, there's a big giant gas tank, and I have the match. I'm going to throw it over my shoulder, and I'm going to walk, walk away. away. There's no way. Uh, for Kansas City, you can't really go wrong. Nope. If you have Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyree Kill, or Clyde Edward Hilaire. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Because, hey. Hey, the best of them are still saying Hilaire, and it's Hilaire. Hilaire? Hey, if you if somebody wants to have a name that sounds correctly, why why you put an extra uh, why you put an extra letter on it to mess everybody up? Uh, I just call him Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> uh, if you got them, you're gonna play them, and I've got two of those guys. I have Kelsey, mm -hmm. and I have Clyde. Yeah, thing is. Chargers, everybody thinks, you know, well, the front, their front four is stout. And yes, they are. But with the Chiefs, you don't know what they're going to do from play to play. They're going to spread out that defense. They're going to act like a chicken without their head. And Edwards, Edwards Alaire is still going to get his. I truly believe that. Now, for Buffalo at Miami, uh, I really want to see somebody you know, test out the Fitz magic. See if it can happen. Mm -hmm. uh, the passion of the beard. <laughs> Bring it out. I mean, it's majestic. How, yeah, was, how's the beard looking? I haven't looked at it. It's yet. glorious. It's glorious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there might be a few birds living in with nests in it right now. I guess if you're in a bind, you could, you know, put your all your hopes and dreams on that beard. Yeah. But Dr. Allen, Stefan Diggs, you're going to be playing them. Try out Zach Moss. See what happens. Because yeah. the Dolphins' defense isn't, I mean, they're it's, not that good. It's Miami. It's Miami. Denver and Pittsburgh. We touched on this earlier. What are your thoughts on this game? If you, if you have anyone for Denver on your team. Bye. Yeah. Just go ahead and take that L. This um, Pittsburgh's defense. Shark Tank, I'm out. <laughs> This defense is legit, um, and I'm no NFL caliber coach, but that didn't seem to stop Adam Gase from getting the job. Melvin Gordon is no Saquon Barkley, and for the vast majority of the game, Saquon's numbers were in the red. He, Negative. He could not move that ball. In, in, in a forward position, anyways. <laughs> so this game is just going to be brutal. Um I see Cortland Sutton being a decent play for fantasy. If you have Melvin Gordon, of course, you have to play him. You have to. You, I mean, you drafted him. You paid for him. You're going to play him. So maybe he'll fall into the end zone and save your week. 
but no offense, he's not going to have the week that he did last week because yeah. not only did he not face this defense, but Cortland Sutton wasn't playing last week. So for Pittsburgh, I'd start Juju, Big Ben, um, maybe Deontay Johnson. Hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. What about James Conner? Girl, bye. <laughs> that poor guy. He just can't stay on the field. No, he can't. And, um, it's and Snell looked good. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh's offensive line, um, they've always been pretty a, a pretty good offensive line. And Le'Veon Bell is... Uh, he he's missing that offensive line. He he felt he was worth something, mm. and then he went to a team that could not protect him. And now he's realizing, okay, this is what being human is like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for, for Connor, I, I feel like if it keeps going like this, that Snell might actually take over the lead job because he just can't stay on the field. Yeah. But, you know, don't worry, because I'm sure you didn't draft James Conner for your very first pick in the first round of the draft. (laughs) Oh, wait. Somebody did. Whoops. Woo, I know you're probably not going to listen to this, but what were you thinking? Well, there was, uh, as uh, Andy Dwyer liked to say, I mean, I cannot stress how little I thought about this. He also says, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it pretty well. Yeah. So if you want to be the Andy Dwyer of the league, I mean, by all means. Draft James Connor for your very first pick in the draft. And with that, that is all we have for this week's edition of the Fantasy Stooges Podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Brittany. And thank you for listening. <laughs>